Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks, the official podcast for thelazygeeks.com. Now here are your hosts, Sapien and Nomad. He was on it too. You did a little swoop like this. I know, it's like we're walking by, and then, you know the ladies weren't. She wasn't that pretty from no, the front, but she had nice legs. Yeah, but just seeing him walking, like, mm, mm, mm. legs, legs, and mole. Uh, all right, welcome everybody to the latest installment of the Lazy Geeks podcast. This is uh, Nomad over here. This is Sapien on the other side. <laughs> uh, and uh, this is podcast number 42, The That's Meaning right. of Life. That's right. And in, in essence, this show is The Meaning of Life. I'm going to go with that. Yeah. I'm I all mean, right with that. Yeah. I mean, I feel it's a safe bet. You know. <laughs> Salute. <laughs> Salute. <laughs> uh, but, uh, uh, it's been a slow news week. Yeah. Did you want some more? Especially, yeah, sorry. Especially today. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I get this. I think everyone bailed on their fucking <laughs> holiday weekend stuff. So. I get I get this fucking text from Sabian. Dude, shit's slow. This <laughs> shit's slow today. I was fighting for news. Oh, man. Uh, so, really quickly, because we got, this is actually kind of a packed show today. Uh, speaking of bat, uh, slow news day was like one of a packed show. Yeah. Uh, first off, got to uh, throw a shout out to our uh, to our friends over there, Collectors Paradise. Yeah. We went to uh, now. We know we always promote the uh, one out here in the West San Fernando Valley, LA County, um, but uh, they have one in Pasadena now. It's actually pretty easy to find. It's just you know, yeah, it's especially just, when you're in the backseat of the car, not paying attention. <laughs> Colorado Boulevard to uh, South uh, Arroyo. Make a right down the street, just on the corner of uh, Del Mar and uh, and uh, South Arroyo. It's uh, right next to a place called Duran's Flowers. Yeah, which you made the comment of. Should be Duran Duran. Duran Duran's Flowers. That'd be epic. Hungry like a wolf sale. <laughs> there you go. Yes. <laughs> but uh, a really cool setup. I like it over there. Uh, one of the cats that's running that one actually used to um, work at the one over here. Real nice setup. I liked it. Actually, kind of liked it a lot better than the one over yeah. here. Yeah. 
It was just, I mean... It just spaced differently. Yeah, it's just spaced it. differently. I mean, it's a smaller shop, so you had to be more conscientious of where you're putting things. Yeah. So it, it was pretty legit. It, it had that, that old-school comic book store feel where it's kind of like a really skinny shop that yeah. goes kind of deep. Yeah, but it, yeah. but also too, <laughs> <laughs> but also had that like they had the shit, you know, and and it was cool because every time you get people walking in, you're like, hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah, you know, and I like uh, that. so it, it definitely still has that homey feel. Uh, but uh, the reasons why I bring this one because the shop's cool. We think we should promote it, and uh, two, as we're leaving today, we're uh-huh. old man, dude, Sabian and I are leaving. Come roll. It's a pretty thin walkway in front of the shops, and I'm walking in this this woman, not all that attractive, comes bolting. Maybe a six. Yeah, seven on a on a on a good drinking night. Maybe an eight. On a fifteen ve- years ago, <laughs> she looks like she was someone. Yeah, like you know, like she that. was someone who used to be hot, but she still dresses like she's hot. Uh, yeah, the the ones in the state of denial. Yeah, yeah, but uh, probably a lovely woman. Yeah. <laughs> But as as we're walking past, she comes out of the store and starts walking towards us. Now, several feet behind her is this uh, older uh, African-American gentleman. Baseball cap with slacks. You know how old I'm talking about there. (laughs) He sees this woman. Suddenly he gets into that swagger like he's he's starting to check her out. Gifted, too. And then all of a sudden we hear, "Mm, legs, legs, and more legs. And he said that shit loud. He's not shy one bit. It was funny because he said it loud enough that I heard it, and I'm standing at the end behind Sapien and, and uh, old man dude, and the woman hadn't walked by me yet. Mm-hmm. So she had to have heard it. She just straight up ignored it. It was so funny. It's funny, too, because like the three of us are keeping our composure as we're walking by, you know, like trying not to acknowledge it until homeboy walks by. <laughs> that <laughs> oh, shit was God. funny, dude. <laughs> No shame. Yeah, no shame. And didn't care. He was just like... (laughs) Boss of the month. Right there. That was awesome. All right. Well, like I said, we've got uh, kind of a lot of news this week, so we're just going to pop right into it. So, uh, first first news story up today? Yes. This is funny. This is funny because it's like, it happened again. Really? Really? So, don't you hate it when history repeats itself? I know Apple is feeling that right about now. It appears that another app prototype Apple iPhone went missing again after an em- Apple employee left it in a bar. Seriously, these guys need to stop drinking. CNET reported that the employee lost the phone at a bar in San Francisco's Mission District. San Francisco's Cava 22 is the scene of this year's debacle. The incident happened around late July, just hitting the news now, and it's believed to have been stolen and sold on Craigslist for 200 bucks. Uh, however, none of this has been verified by Cena. Why would you buy it? It's not like you can use it. Yeah, you buy it for two. Well, you have it. You buy it for two hundred bucks, and you probably will sell it to some other, yeah, to some news organization or somebody that'll want it. Uh, did you buy something on Craigslist this weekend? <laughs> yeah. So Apple's listening. They're like, okay, we're gonna find. This oh thing. yeah. <laughs> I'm all confused. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Black Ops is gonna burst in through oh, your window. Shit. Yeah, whatever. If it was that important, they would be losing it at the fucking pub. <laughs> Stupid, dude. San Francisco police were called and Apple security traced the phone to a home in San Francisco's uh, Bernal Heights neighborhood where an unknown individual was questioned and denied any knowledge of the phone or theft. The individual gave Apple and police permission to search the home and nothing was turned up. According to the report, secu- Apple security offered 
the person cash money if the phone turned up, no questions asked. If you, re if you remember the Gestapo-type tactics Apple took last year, I wouldn't believe that either. Mm. Uh, the, pr the person continued to deny knowledge of the phone. Well, after last year's incident, some, um, where someone lost the prototype of the iPhone 4 and sold it to a Gizmodo reporter, you can, you can be certain that Apple will be trying to keep this on the down low. Last yeah. year's phone uh, was lost after going to a bar, so I think Apple should have a rule that forbids people from going to bars with prototype iPhones. I mean, that's just good business. <laughs> it's fucking tools. <laughs> Why are you even bringing it with you? Like, what are you Seriously, doing? I know. Uh, that's like that's like Microsoft. Microsoft accidentally left a copy of Windows Eight and <laughs> fucking. Finnegan, Finnegan's or something. <laughs> what are you yeah, doing? Like, yeah, Microsoft accidentally left out the new version of the Xbox 360 <laughs> sitting in the middle of a McDonald's. <laughs> you are a special kind of fucking idiot. Uh, this next one, uh, Netflix seems to have been <laughs> is having a banner week. Uh, not only this week did uh, Netflix change their uh, their uh, pricing scheme. Oh yeah. So which means that you're going to see that nearly 60% increase, dropping the unlimited and one DVD plan, and they're now offering the same plan, but charging you $7.99 for both, making it $18.98 a month. $15.98 a month. Ugh, if I can get that straight. Uh, so, basically, if you haven't changed your plan by now, uh, if you have that plan, you're going to see a nice little surprise when you get your bill this month. Uh -huh. So, uh, they're hasn't seemed to be much in the way of news of how many people are actually canceling or changing their plan. Also, this may change now that Stars has decided to end negotiations with Netflix, which means that when the contract ends, I believe it's February of 2012, n no Netflix programming of any kind will be available for streaming on their streaming site. <laughs> which means that all the benefits that we've been having now of all the original programming that comes on there. Also, movies that aren't available on streaming, but you can because they're shown on Stars. You get those special movies that you can stream because, yeah. oh, it's available on Stars. You won't get to stream those anymore. So, there are rumors going around that Stars is either one planning to do their own uh, app, like HBO Go or Cinemax, mm -hmm. um, or even doing their heavy. Uh, uh, video on demand like Showtime, but some are even claiming right now that Stars may be joining up with Amazon to beef up their video on um, their streaming service, which would be a big kick in the nuts for Netflix. <laughs> this is, I mean, I'm all for competition, but this is just getting ridiculous. Yeah, like in order to get, I have to have what five streaming <laughs> <laughs> streaming services to get all the content. It's just stupid. Well, I mean, to be honest, if you have Stars. And you have a DVR. Yeah, you have. You don't really need, it you don't really anyway. need the streaming. Um, this was a beneficial mostly to people that didn't have stars, didn't want stars, whatever the the thing may be. Now, granted, early on it was a cool deal because uh, stars needed the exposure, and Netflix needed something to bring people in. It was win win. Yeah. Now Netflix is kind of throwing its weight around a little bit. I'm Netflix, yeah, bitch. and. Uh, Stars has kind of seen, hey, we've kind of become our own because we have, you know, we had Camelot and we have Torchwood and we have, you know, a lot of um, a lot of in original programming coming out of Stars. Now it's like, well, wait a minute, we don't necessarily need that exposure anymore. 
And now they're going to just going to go the way of Sony, Showtime, and all those other ones that are ceasing to work with Netflix. So it, it'll be interesting. I mean, right now, I mean, Netflix still has a lot for you to watch. You know, a lot of old 80s television shows, a lot of kids programming. Kids programming, yeah. Yeah, and um, and incomplete series. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. That's cool. That's so cool, yeah. You know the best, the best things that are on Netflix streaming is Star Trek and Doctor Who. Yeah. That's about it. That's about it. Because if you try to watch Quantum Leap, yeah, you'll see season one, part of season two, none of season three. Yeah. You know, and it's like really Netflix is it reminds me of YouTube. Yeah. How it started out really awesome and now it's kinda like, oh my god, there's so many problems with this thing. <laughs> I mean, really, if I really wanted to watch an old show, I can go to YouTube and find it. Or simply, um, if you want to watch newer programming, there's Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, for the same price you can watch Hulu. But and Hulu only has certain things too. Yeah, but they're newer. Ooh. <laughs> so I don't know. I like Netflix stream, but you, I, it usually is only used for my kids. Yeah, I, I I actually because I was debating on whether I should cancel it or not. I've canceled it, by the way, um, because I really looked at it and go, well, I'm not really watching the DVDs as much. You know, I'm not really, uh, and their DVD selection seems to be kind of going down lately because they're focusing on there. And I and they're streaming. streaming though. Every time I go on there. Most of the times, if I'm watching shit, it's documentaries. Yeah. It's the only thing that keeps my interest. And then I watch them once and move on. I mean, I have a bunch of old TV shows in my queue, but I'm like, I, I don't feel the need to watch some of them. Yeah. So, but we'll see what happens now. Uh, Firefly's on there. <laughs> I, I own the DVDs. Oh, so. well, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, last new story for me. Seems that the uh, Department of Justice is finally chiming in on this whole AT&T T-Mobile merger. Well, it yesterday or not yesterday? Number two but, joining with number four. <laughs> uh, the other day, it seems that they filed a lawsuit to block the merger of the two companies, claiming that it would eliminate competition and innovation. According to CNN, what about Sprint and Verizon? They're they're not competitors anymore. No, 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 here's the thing. I'm about to mention I'm that. jumping the gun. You're jumping I'm the sorry. gun. If you, if you just chill. <laughs> if you just uh, try a little bit of shut the fuck up next time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shut the fuck up before I shut you the fuck Whoa. up. <laughs> According to CNN, if AT&T were to merge with T-Mobile, AT&T and Verizon would own 90% of the cell phone market, which would obviously limit customers to the amounts of choices they would have. Poor Sprint. <laughs> Sprint would sit there just looking up at the giants like, oh, I'm sorry. They'll be the one. They'll be the ones that are, you know, giving them the lunch money. Yeah, <laughs> that's Sprint. Uh, it'd be like it would be like getting cable in a, or it'd be like getting um, high speed internet in California. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Laughable high speed internet. What we have here. Yeah. Uh, I kind of find this interesting as they haven't mentioned word one about whether they object to the whole Google wanting to buy Motorola, but they never said anything when Time Warner bought up all the areas of the regional cable companies that, um, when those businesses failed. Adelphia. Adelphia. Yeah. Um, but this doesn't mean that the still this the deal still this doesn't mean that the deal won't go through. It means that they need to make concessions in order to prevent them from overrunning the market and leaving customers with higher prices and no options. However, it means that it could take years for the merger to happen. So don't expect the iPhone to be available on T-Mobile's for T-Mobile customers just yet. Yeah. Uh, here's a quote. By filing suit today, the Justice Department has concluded that AT&T's acquisition of T-Mobile would subsequently lessen competition in violation of antitrust laws, said FCC Chairman Julius... That's an awesome name. Julius? Julius. Yeah. Julius 
Renachowski. That's not so awesome. Yeah, that's not so I just uh, JG. Big big jewels, dude. Yeah, big, big jewels. Hey big jewels. Hey big jewels. Suddenly it's a mop front yeah. right there. Uh, in a statement. Competition is the central component of the SEC statu- um, statutory public interest anal- um, analyst. And although our process is not complete, the record before the agency also raises serious questions about the impact of the proposed transactions or competition. Vibrant competition in a wireless service is vital to innovation, investment, economic growth, and job creation, and to drive our global leadership in mobile. Boom. Now, my also my other thing too is why they stopped this is probably most of those people have T-Mobile, and probably have buddies that have AT and T. Yeah. And know, oh shit. <laughs> hey, I don't know where I stand. I have Sprint. <laughs> <laughs> like this, all this fighting's going around, and my company's just sitting there. Shit, what's going on? <laughs> Verizon doesn't give a flying fuck about what it, what's happening because Verizon's number one, aren't they? Uh, Who's number one? Because AT and T's number two, T-Mobile's number four. I think Verizon Sprint's is number, number one. three. Yeah, I think Verizon's number Verizon's one. Number one. So yeah, but uh, <laughs> uh, this is a busy news week. So uh, go ahead. Uh, what do you got over there? Um, I don't recall if I talked about this on the podcast. I know, I know, I talked about it on the website. Um, the new laptop. I'm sorry, I'm playing with my phone again. The new laptop... I always do that. I don't know why. Just get away, phone. Fuck off. Um, the new laptop that Razer is coming out with... Oh, yeah, you did mention it last week. Okay. If I didn't really give much detail of it because I didn't know much. Um, now I have the full specs. So this thing's set to come out in quarter four of 2011, so pretty much right around the corner. Uh, nicknamed the Blade... Razor made the blade. Razor blade. blade. Yeah, that's clever. Cool. Um, <laughs> it's about twenty eight hundred bucks. So, if you're rich, enjoy it. Um, this rich, is the, <laughs> this is the laptop that comes with those um, crazy buttons <laughs> that you can change the displays of. And I have. I mean, if you go to the website, thelazygeeks.com, which I'm doing right now. Boom! I have full. Full slideshow of all their official photos. This is a sexy looking thing. Dude. dude, that thing is so sexy? fucking thin. Look at dude. the little data screen on the side. See the screen underneath the buttons? That's the map, dude. The oh, map of shit. the game. And then you can change it to anything you want. That is It's awesome. also a trackpad. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a sexy laptop, but 2800 bucks. So, you know, take it or leave it. Well, I mean, it's thin. Like, Apple charges that much for, That's true. for a Mac laptop. And it looks wait just till it's a, Wait till it takes some of the specs. You're going to see why it's expensive. 2.8 gigahertz Intel Core i7 2640M processor. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 uh. 8 gigahertz. I, uh, 8 gigabyte. <laughs> 8 gigabyte 1333 megahertz DDR3 re- memory. 17.3 inch LED backlit display. That's at 1920 by 1080 Jesus resolution. Christ. NVIDIA GeForce GT 555M with NVIDIA Optimus technology. That's two gigabyte dedicated. So Optimus G- technology means every once in a while you hear Autobots roll out. No, it turns into a fucking. It turns <laughs> into a, a robot, and it fucking goes and gets you a beer at the fridge, dude. That would be awesome. Yes. That would be worth twenty eight hundred bucks. And it sucks your two <laughs> two gigabytes dedicated G G D D R five video memory. That's fucking that serious. Is cool. That's that double is- what I have in this Alienware computer. I have the M eleven X. Built-in HD webcam. HD webcam. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Uh, maybe a light on it would work. Cause <laughs> <laughs> um, integrated 60-watt uh, battery. 320-gigabyte, 7, 7,200 RPM, RPM SATA H 
D. Oh, I don't need to do the acronym. Hard drive. Um, <laughs> wire, wireless network BGN, standard eight hundred two point uh, eleven BGN. You know all the all the good shit. I think it's thin, isn't dude. it? It's sixteen sixteen point eighty one inches in width by ten point nine inches in depth by point eighty eight inches in height, <laughs> and it weighs six point ninety seven pounds. Damn. This thing, thing is, sexy, is fucking incredible. And I swear to God, I just got my Alienware. I still love it. But if I had the money, we wouldn't be recording right now. <laughs> We'd be at the shop. No, I'm just kidding. Um, it, it's, it's really nice. I mean, if, you, if, if PC gaming is big to you and being on the go about it is big to you and you have the money to drop, pay attention. Because when this thing comes out, it's going to fucking blow your mind. That thing is just ridiculously yeah. sick. Oh, my God. Moving right along. PlayStation 3 sales are bu- 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 booming, right? Uh, so, Sony Computer Entertainment Australia, <laughs> all right, the one that doesn't even let them play most games, has announced the PlayStation 3 sales all over the country have gone up a staggering 400% Damn. in the week after the price drop. It's a $50 price drop. I mean, it's not <laughs> like they're giving it away. Uh, quoted. This is a quote. Australians love not only games, but also the quality home entertainment PlayStation 3 provides, said Michael Ephraim, managing director of Sony Computer Entertainment Australia. This is funny because his quote reads like an ad. Sales are booming because PlayStation 3 is the best device to connect to your TV at incredible value to provide the ultimate home entertainment experience. <laughs> okay. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! <laughs> well, while I agree, but still... Um, this really comes to no surprise with the recent price drop. These sales spikes have been reported in other countries as well. Just I only got the official numbers from Australia because he's bragging about it. Um, <laughs> in uh, now, I'm going to give you some prices, but this is in Australian money, which I can't remember what it's called. But I'll check. I'll do a quick check. Do a quick check. <laughs> this is all numbers are in Australian currency. Pay attention because <laughs> it's more expensive than American currency, and I don't want people to freak out. Um, 160 gigabyte PlayStation 3 will run you 349 um, Australian it, dollars and 95 Australian cents. But, but by the way, it's um, called the Australian dollar. Well, clever. Um, <laughs> okay, fine. And a 320 gigabyte gigab fuck. 320 gigabyte model will cost 449 Australian dollars. And 95 Australian cents. It's very colorful dollars, by the way. Well, you know. I don't know. <laughs> now, that is $150 saving from the previous price. So as that doesn't sound like a price drop of just Americans, because ours are, uh, what is it, 250 Yeah. Yeah, 250 for the 160 gigabyte model. Still. Pretty, pretty, That's pretty, pretty groovy, pretty, right? Pretty, pretty cheap one. So. Well, not pretty cheap, but, you know. 400%, though. I mean, that's... That not only says that people are cheaper than shit, because it's only 50 bucks. I mean, yeah, it's a game. It's not right. even a game, really. You need 10 extra, 10 extra bucks. That's like the tax. They paid for the tax for you. Yeah. you know, well, I don't know what Australian tax. I mean, in America, that 50 bucks would be the tax on a $300 machine, basically. Um, still, yeah. I mean, that's good. Microsoft better pay attention. <laughs> um, good news. You know they won't. Yeah. <laughs> Moving right along, good news for Nomad. <laughs> Star- I may do this again. Star Trek Online going free to play, my friends. Boom. Say what? Perfect World Entertainment. Great uh, 
company out of Asia making MMOs, um, who now owns, I didn't even know this, by the way, own, I guess, they run Satrick Online, <laughs> like, they're, they're handling business, um, have plans to turn it into a free-to-play uh, by the end of the year. Mm. Uh, now maybe No Man will start playing it again. Um, yeah. I liked it. I mean, I liked it, but I didn't. It, it, I didn't play it enough to yeah. warrant paying the fifteen a month. And that's pretty much where I am with MMOs in general, where I don't have the time. Well, you're just a cheap bug. No, pretty much. Yeah, I don't have the time to play a game that I have to pay monthly for because then I feel like I'm not getting a bargain because right. I'm not playing it that much. Yeah, I hear you on that one. Um, that's why see my uh, my recommendation at the end of the show. Yeah. Um, so this is a quote. And also, Star Trek Online, after the act... I think this was translated. Or his English isn't that... Because it's going to read kind of funny. You know, it, I mean, Perfect World Entertainment is from Asia. I can't remember which country, but it's from Asia. Um, and also, Star Trek Online, after the acquisition... In fact, Cryptic is working on the free-to-play model for Star Trek Online. Says Perfect World Entertainment CEO... Kelvin Lau in a recent earnings call for quarter 2 2011. This is going to be launched by the end of this year as well so I think with the free to play model we have a bigger potential in US market and also China market. So I'm not making fun of the guy I'm just saying (laughs) you're making fun of the guy. The with the I had to add in the little brackets yeah on there. Maybe maybe get somebody to handle your business. I'm just saying. Um, so it's just smart business. This really comes to no surprise to me at all because out of all the quote unquote A list MMOs, the one I've heard the least of is Star Trek Online. Um, I hope they do it right because this would be a cool game to see excel and to see. I mean, I love Star Trek. I mean, I would love for the game to be great. The game was good. Yeah. I mean, but. I didn't like how they're getting funny with the fucking little online store. I'm still I'm paying fifteen dollars a month, but still, there's cool stuff I need to buy on the little store. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> not <laughs> acceptable. Um, so let's you know let's see where it goes. But it's pretty cool. Um, quick, Perfect World International is known, f- or I'm sorry, Perfect World Entertainment is known for MMOs like Perfect World International uh, and more recently Forsaken World. Um, and Cryptic is known for Champions Online. That was their other MMO that they made before, uh, I mean, they've made other shit, but I'm talking about MMOs. They, they made that before, um, Stat Trek. So both companies know what they're doing, and Champions Online, all of Perfect World Entertainment's MMOs are free-to-play. Champions mm-hmm. Online is free-to-play. It was an inevitable, it was inevitable for Stat Trek Online to go <laughs> free-to-play. It's just the way it is. I mean, this this reminds me of Lord of the Rings Online, right? When Dun- Dungeons and Dragons Online, which is owned by Turbine, um, go- went free to play, everyone's like, "Okay, well, Lord of the Rings is going to go free to play too," you know. So, I mean, good for them. Mazel <laughs> tov. All right. Well, next is uh, new releases. Actually, it's kind of a big new release week for yeah. quite a few things. Um, starting off with Netflix, what we got? Uh, Ancient Inventions of War, Sex, and City Life. This is a doc. A, a doc. Good. Discovery Channel. I can't say that. Can't say I, don't know. I say documentary. 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 Yeah. <laughs> too many, too many vowels in it. I don't know. <laughs> no. Uh, I watched a bit of it. Fucking knuckle dragger. <laughs> yeah. I, know. I watched a bit of it and I was intrigued. I mean, I, I love the you know the the sex his, part. Yeah, of course. Uh, this historic part of it, society, you know, technology. It's really cool. Um, and Heathcliff. 
which is awesome, yeah. and um, also evidence that my four-year-old daughter was sitting next to me when I was making the list, <laughs> and she told me to add the kitty. <laughs> add the but kitty. But Heathcliff is pretty cool. I mean, that's yeah. an old school cartoon. It's an old school cartoon. Uh, Netflix. Uh, Netflix. I was saying Netflix is available on streaming. Uh, the Expendables. Boom. Are ex- are pretty good movie. Man. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Really, just an R-rated guys movie. Yeah. Uh, Some like it hot. Old classic. You didn't there. say it right. Some like it hot. Some like it hot. Yes. With, uh, of course, the very hot Marilyn Monroe, Ooh. with Tony Curtis and Jack Lemmon, one of my favorite movies. Uh, also, On the Waterfront, usually the, the... Most people may not remember that movie with Marlon Brando, but you'll remember the biggest line that came from that. I could have been somebody. Yeah. I could have been a contender. And then, of course, Airplane. Yeah. Amazing movie. Flatliners is also available on there. Kiefer Southern, Julia nice. Roberts, back in the 90s, when they were, like, big... Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, games. This is starting the month. The where drought is over. The drought is finally over. The, none of this de- de- We're 3D, talking Nintendo 3DS bullshit. No, it checks out. Dead Island. Yes. September 6th. Driver yeah, San Francisco. Francisco. September 6th. Resistance <laughs> fucking 3. September 6th. Warhammer 40,000. Space Marine. September, that's a little indie, but it's, it's cool. <laughs> uh, Star Fox 64 3D for the 3DS, finally getting a Violent fucking game. game yeah. Um, and Crimson Alliance, which actually looks pretty slick. So, fuck yeah. You know, it, it, that's the, only the stat. That's, that's, that's just the tip. That's just the tip. And that, that's the ones that this has, like Dead Island, I know. is Dead Island's a huge, huge title right yeah. now. That's going to be the Resistance 3. Resistance 3. Ugh. It's probably a for, bit, for Sony fans. For, I mean, Sony, for PlayStation fans. Yeah, 3. for PlayStation fans, you're probably like, Driver San Francisco. That's whatever. It's, if you it's like a the Driver game. series, it's a driving game. If you, know. you like the Driver series, then, you know, more power to you. Right. Star Fox 64 3D is a big deal because it's, a big it's, not, only, <laughs> it's not only a good, a good game for the 3DS, but it's a Nintendo big time title. Yeah. It's a classic. Uh, you know, so let's hope we can. And I, I also heard, um, real quick. Nintendo's pulling their resources away from the Wii and the DS and putting it all into the 3DS. Well, they they, don't, want they it don't want it to fail. It to fail. Yeah. So I'm hoping to see some good things. I like that you can turn the 3D off. I might pick yeah. one up. I don't know. Mostly. Uh, theaters this week. We theaters. Got theaters. Contagion, which actually looks like a I pretty... I want to see that. 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 Movie. I <laughs> Uh, Steven Soderbergh's film with um, everybody, basically, in Hollywood. Yeah. Jude Law, Matt Damon, uh, freaking Gwyneth Paltrow dies, so I may watch that. Did I mention? I don't want to see that. <laughs> scary? A little that scary. creeps me A little out, too creepy. A little too nah. close to home for that? There's certain things I don't fucking like. <laughs> like I, I don't like seeing that shit. Uh, I don't like seeing kids in danger type shit like that. Fuck all that. <laughs> Uh, speaking of kids in danger, Bucky Larson, <laughs> born to be a star. This is going to be a... Th- you know stu- what? This is beyond stupid. Get it when it comes out on DVD. This is going to be whatever, and dude. Like, this is I mean, it's going to be funny. It's going to be like Grandma Boy type funny, but not as good as yeah. Grandma's Boy. I mean, I see... But you don't need to see it. I've seen the trailers, dude, and it looks bad. Yeah. I mean, Don Johnson. It's yeah. like, really, Don? How low have we gone? Yeah. <laughs> Nash Bridges really didn't do shit for you, did it? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't do shit for me. <laughs> Warrior. And MMA, if you're into that, you'll like it. Yeah, this. I mean, it's... I, I saw a recent interview they were doing on Attack of the With Show. Bane. <laughs> they had the two the two, two cats that were fighting in it, and then they talked to the director. They said, you know, why... Uh, they asked him, you could have did this with any sport. You know, why did you pick MMA? And he said, well, MMA's fresh. It's a new thing right now. It's the fastest growing sport in the world. And he, he went into how he really loves the sport. 
And that that kind of tells me that the movie's going to be pretty. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna it's gonna he's, be. Very he's going to pay attention to what he's doing. Yeah, it's not a guy who just like oh it seems pretty cool. I like Random watching sport. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, DVDs. This is where we're going to start getting into a lot of heavy DVD releases, especially because yes. the television season's going to be starting up. Yes. In this, at so the they're going to want to sell previous so, seasons. Exactly. They're going to be dropping all the previous stuff. Uh, starting with Chuck, season four. Fourth season. That's the last season, isn't it? Fifth season. This this current season oh, that's coming out. I think they already wrapped it up. All no, right, okay, okay. This current season's going I don't, I don't watch the show. Op-Ed is going to make a cameo this yes. season. Uh, Community, season two. Good segue there. Nice. Uh, those of you that went to Comic-Con, now's a chance to use those slip covers that they gave you. with the, Yeah, uh, yeah. I still have mine in my bag. Yeah, I still ha- I have mine up there. Uh, two, two and a half, half minutes, eight, eight season. The Meltdown. Yes, <laughs> that's the last season with uh, that crazy winning guy. Yeah, yeah. They call. They should. He doesn't even it, deserve a name anymore. Yeah, to be honest, they should just call it the meltdown. The meltdown. Uh, Parks and Recreation season three, pretty which is show. actually a pretty good show. Yeah, check this out. <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck's going on. I'm checking new releases. Everything's got a Midnight Madness series tag on it. Big time horror flicks back. There's a couple funny ones too. Children of the Corn, Creep Show two, A Virus of the, the Dark. Dark. That's a good movie. That's on Netflix streaming too. If you guys want to. Walk down memory lane. Uh, Hellbound, Hellraiser 2, House 1 and 2. Those movies creep me the fuck out. The, house the Hills movie. Have Eyes. The Hills Have Eyes is fucked up. Return, Return of the, the Killer, Killer Tomatoes, Tomatoes is the shit. Return to Horror uh-huh. High and Transylvania 6 5000. <laughs> Buy every one of those fucking movies, dude. <laughs> You're having a Halloween party? There you go. You just got All your on DVD. Yeah. I don't know if they're remastered or not, but really, who gives a fuck? <laughs> it looks old. That adds to it. Children of yeah. the Corn fucked me up. Yeah. I didn't like that movie when I was a kid. The Hills Have Eyes freaked me the, the fuck Hills out. Had, I don't think I ever saw The Hills yeah. Have Eyes. All right. Now, this <laughs> started last week, but we told you the two titles that only came out for DC. I'm fucking nervous. This week, big, big release. Real week. quick, real quick. Um, just to admit, admit some bullshit that I got caught up in. Uh, as as if any of you have listened to this more than this show, um, <laughs> I haven't. I've been waiting for the new Fifty Two from DC to come out before I got into comics because I'm a big DC fan, not too much into Marvel. And I tried to get into Marvel. There's so many goddamn events going on that I had no idea what was where to start. Um, I went on Comicology. Let's say say it right. Comicology. Comicology. Yeah. Uh, dot com and great site to manage your pull list and stuff. And I went still visit your local comic store, but it's a great way. No, to, just to organize. Yeah, you know, just to organize, and it sends you your pool list, so you yeah, know what you're getting. Through the email and stuff. It's easy that way. Um, I didn't go to the right week, <laughs> and I was like, "Well, all that's coming out is Justice League and Flashpoint Five." Completely forgetting that we already spoke about the two fucking comic books last podcast. Now we're going to see why I'm a douchebag. Because <laughs> the list is all DC. <laughs> Dumbass. I'm telling you, dude. With Marvel, and Marvel sprinkled in. Sprinkled. Uh, Alright, so... Let's get on it, dude. Alright, first comics coming out. Action Comics number one. Boom! DC. Give this is Grant, Grant Morrison's take on Superman. Yep. It's going to be awesome. I've been reading a lot of stuff about it. I'm really excited about it. That, I think that one, out of all of these... I'm, I'm fucking really want to get is yeah. that action comic. Yeah, and if you like Superman, also this is this is a retelling, and according to Grant, he's not going to delve too much into the boy from Kansas and the boy from Krypton. Here, no, we're starting right. We're sucking Metropolis. We're getting the business. Yeah, uh, the Walking Dead '89 by Image comes out this week. Detective Comics number uh, one. The cover 
looks amazing. With the Joker, look like he got blood on his mouth. He's been eating a rabbit. Yeah, the, keep in mind, Action Comics number one and Detective Comics was also on our list on the LazyGeeks.com of the top ten comics we both feel that people should be checking out. On both of our lists. On both of ours. It's all in one. And you got, you know, we have combos that we both picked, and then we have our own individual ones. Every DC book we're going to talk about right now is part of the new 52. Yeah. No more bullshit anymore. September marked the month. DC rebooted everything. Yeah. If it's not a new release for DC, don't even bother with it. Yeah. With the exception of unless Justice you Flash. Unless you want to get your Flashpoint stuff. Yeah. Unless you, you yeah. If you, if you really want to know more about it, you just want to read the Flashpoint series. Uh, but uh, we'll talk more about that later. Yeah. But yeah, Justice League number one, you definitely need to pick Ooh, up. I liked it. I don't know. A lot of people are talking some shit. I know people are talking some shit, but I dug it. Uh, Batgirl number one comes out this week. Yep. Justice League International number yep. one comes out this week. Swamp Thing number one yep. comes out this week. <laughs> Daredevil number three. You from said Marvel. that was looking good. The right? Daredevil series is really looking good. It's really setting up him joining the new Avengers. I made a really lame joke at the shop. Too, yeah, yeah. You saw it. It was really like, good. yeah, he's gonna join the Avengers, and I was like, is he gonna be able to find his way to the Avenger building? Ah, was <laughs> such rip. a douchebag. Uh, Stormwatch. I'm a DC fan. I'll give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Stormwatch number one uh, hits the stores this mm-hmm. week. Uh, another reboot. Ultimate Comics. Spider Man number one. Marvel coming out with the new uh, Hispanic black new Morales. Whatever he is. Um, I'll check it out. It's a beautiful uh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll check it out um, and I'll give you guys my <laughs> review this the week. Half Hispanic, half black woman. <laughs> Atheist, <laughs> like any any yeah, random remember, thing. I, I listened to that podcast that we discussed it. Uh, we also pulled out uh, which uh, oil tycoon. Everything <laughs> yeah. that everybody <laughs> hated that we pulled out. Gay. To uh. <laughs> be in all actuality, I could give a fuck what color he yeah. is. So as long as he's a good Spider-Man. Green Arrow number one. Boom. I'm trying to check that one out, dude. Animal Man number one comes yep. out. Hulk number forty for Marvel. Now they're making um, some new Hulk. Yeah, they're actually, uh, as, as some of you may know, the Incredible Hulks ended already, and it looks like they're going to be rebooting the and coming out with the Incredible Hulk, which is basically, I, and this makes sense because you've got the, uh, the Avengers movie coming out next year, so everybody, Marvel's really trying to bring all those main characters yeah. back to point one. So, uh, we've got Hulk. That's a good time to be in, in comics right now. It is, it really is, um, especially now that everybody's tying all their shit together. Moon Knight number five by Marvel. Marvel's Batman. It's it's <laughs> cool, but it's it's really West Coast kind of. Um, you know, uh, Moon Knight's out in the West Coast. Wolverine and Spider Man and Captain America have come out because there's a, a under there's a mob mob out here. And it, it's cool. I read the first issue. It wasn't enough to keep me interested, but um, I, it seems to be doing pretty well. Uh, Batwing number one comes out. Hawk and Dove, number one, with DC comes out. Static Shock, number one, DC comes out. Men of War, number hey, the, one. The guy um, who created Static Shock recently passed away. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Didn't he? Static Shock's not that bad. I used to watch a cartoon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I was way too old to watch it, too. I just watched it anyway. Uh, Omac, number mm-hmm. one, comes out. Punisher, number three, by Marvel, comes out. Really good series. It, 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 it does take... Uh, it takes the Punisher back. And we're, I'm, I, it's supposed to actually integrate him into the Marvel world, which is always nice because if you've always remember Punisher, it was always Marvel Knights. He's a Marvel Knights. He was a Marvel Same Knights. Ghost, Ghost Rider, Rider, Punisher, and I think Moon Knight was Marvel Moon Knights Knight for a while, was, wasn't yeah, he? Was yeah. Moon Knight. And they very rarely had anything to do with the main uh, storyline. 
but now they're they're fixing that and they're going to actually make him part of the Marvel universe. Yeah. And then a new miniseries coming out, Wolverine: Debt of Death, Ooh. number one. So that's coming out. So if you're a beast, uh, big DC and Marvel fan, you're fucked this week. <laughs> you're hey, sending a lot of money. real quick. I'm excited because I got to go to the comic shop today and I picked up some books. I picked up that uh, Justice League number one, Flashpoint five, and Terminate Robocop versus Terminator: Kill Humans. Uh, yes. Mini series. Uh, did you get the? I didn't get the other ones. I know. Oh. I have money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but for me this week, I'm getting Action Comics number one, uh, Detective Comics number one, obviously Daredevil three. I'm going to be checking out Ultimate Comics Spider Man. Um, never been a big Green Arrow fan, uh, but and and Punisher three. I think I'm going to get Action and Detective Comics. Um, I think I will get Green Arrow. I just have to want to give it a shot. Um, <laughs> get it? Shot. <laughs> um, and I don't, I don't know. I think that's it, actually. <laughs> Maybe OMAC. I might check that out. Eh. But, yeah, it's definitely a good time if you want to experiment a little bit with... Um, good time! With uh, DC. Is a good, this is a good month to jump into it. Jump. Head first. Too. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, What's Sony been up to? I think I'm first. Yeah, you are this week. I mentioned this earlier. Yeah. <laughs> in a fail moment. <laughs> um, Sony at TGS is going to be showing off 31 games for the for the Vita. Dude. Jeez. 31 games. 18 of these games we don't even know about. <laughs> Boom. All right, so let's see. Didn't did, did, did Nintendo uh, take any... Did they, did they take any notes on this? Nintendo is crying softly in the fucking corner. That's what they're doing. <laughs> Um, TGS is looking to be the event for Sony Vita fans to pay attention to. Sony will be showing off 13 Vita games. Oh, I'm sorry. 13 Vita games. Oh, no, yeah. I was right, assholes. 13 <laughs> Vita games that we we know about, including Uncharted, uh, Disgare... Dis, I think I never say that, too. I just can't speak. Um, an 18 unannounced. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> um, so here's a list. Of the ones we know of, which is Blaze Blue, Continuum, Shift, Extend. <laughs> I love Japan. Dynasty um, Warriors. Dynasty Warriors next. That looks cool. Asphalt Injection. Injection. The King, the Demon King, and the Seven Princesses. Nice. New Little King. So that just sounds cool. That just sounds, sounds like an RPG. It actually sounds more like a porno. Yeah. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? And then with that vibrant screen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Mahjong, Mahjong, Mahjong Fight Club. That sounds how you, cool. How do you do that? I don't know, but it sounds cool. Shinobido, Shinobido 2. Um, Virtua. Virtua Tennis. You know, the Virtua Tennis series is kind of fun. Yeah, it's... Uncharted. I can't wait for Uncharted it. Golden the Abyss, Abyss, dude. Can't wait for that one. Gravity Days. Days. Hotshot Golf next. Uh, True Night of the Kama, Kamatachi? Kama, yeah. I wish Microsoft would come out with a handheld device so I could pronounce the name of the game. <laughs> um, just get, and I feel stupid because this is a really popular series, but I never talk about it. Uh, Disgaea, Disgaea Three Return, Ridge Racer, Racer. And plus eighteen more that we don't know about. They're also going to be talking about some PS3 games as well as PSP games. This is a big time event. This is Battlefield Three, of course. Dragons Dogma. Uh, Asura's Wrath, Street Fighter X Tekken, Dynasty Warrior 7 Extreme Legends, Ninja Gaiden 3. Ninja Gaiden is one of those games that hurts so much to play, but when I, have, when I haven't played, I hadn't played it before, 
And then uh, the last time Asian Fury was around, he's like, dude, you gotta see it. Yeah. Playing, pulling up all this YouTube video. Uh, that was like, um, PES 2012, Metal Gear Solid, Solid HD, HD collection. collection, Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker HD, awesome. Final Fantasy X. What is that? X. That's 10, 13. 13. Final Fantasy thirteen two. two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so wouldn't that make it fifteen? <laughs> no, I haven't even played thirteen yet. Uh, I haven't heard. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't played it. Binary Domain Uncharted three. three. Uh, Ico. Shadows. Shadows of the Colossus. <laughs> uh, Ratchet and Clank all for one. That's going to be good too. God, God of War's Wars Origins. Origins. Uh, Hotshot Golf five. PlayStation three. The best. Okay. Um, happy, <laughs> you wrote it. Yeah. Happy Charlie and the Flying Carnival. I don't know what that is, but it sounds cool. Uh, Nino Kuni. Nino Kuni. Nino Kuni. Nino Kuchi. Uh, PSP, which is still still going pretty strong. Yeah. Um, Frontier Gate, Final Fantasy Type O. I'm, I'm curious about that one. Uh, Black Panther 2, Yakuza. Uh, Hatsuin, Hatsuin Miku Project Diva Extend. Yeah. Are you, it's funny how you're dedicated to video games that you get like the worst shit to pronounce. Isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, over my dead body. You know what? It just adds to the comedy. Yeah. You know? Um, That's a flair. So flare. the reason this is the main topic, there's a few reasons this is my main topic for the week. One, wasn't really anything else to talk about. Uh, two, at least you're honest. Yeah. Two, two, 31 fucking games That's for the Vita, lot, dude? dude. I want a Vita so bad right now, like, I, I would sell one of my kids. <laughs> I wouldn't sell one of my kids. But why are you making an offer? You know, yeah. you never know. Because um, nobody would buy one of your kids, to be honest. I, 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 this is kind of a stupid... People would buy my kids. This is kind of a stupid... <laughs> this is kind of a stupid question. <laughs> but I just want to point out that I think Sony... I'm just looking forward to the Vita. Yeah. Honestly. And I mean, I, I want to make it a point that we here at the Lazy Geeks will be covering the Vita stuff. Like, pay right. attention to us. We'll, on the website, we'll make sure that we let, let you know uh, when TES comes out, which it wasn't really telling me. I know I should know it, but TGS happens eventually. This year. <laughs> it's funny that I'm dedicated to video games, yeah. isn't it? Um, well, it's a Tokyo game show. So some of these games might not even be in America. I mean, that's probably why I can't pronounce half of the fucking thing. But it's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, watch all the 18 artists exclusive American releases, and they're all Japanese titles. Motherfucker. <laughs> I wouldn't even say anything. Yeah. I'd be like, I'm buying a 3DS. <laughs> Google it. <laughs> Google pronounce it for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not chica, chica. <laughs> I think Sony has um, is learned from their mistakes with the PSP. I mean, there were, there were some missteps. Yeah. As, as cool as the PSP was, not having a second joystick was fail. Yeah. I'm sorry. Honestly, this there really isn't anything discuss. I just wanted to bring this to everybody's attention, that the that Sony is, is really pulling out the big guns. I think they're still doing this shit from, from like what happened in April when the system went down. Like, you've been, they've been going 110%. Yeah, they well they have a lot of stuff to catch up on, and that's really the thing, and uh, you know, I really think that they're trying to say, look, we may have been knocked down but we're definitely not out. Uh -huh. Because so many people were saying, all right, Sony's done. The age of Sony's over. They're saying, no, no, no. We have content. Yeah. And, and it's true. They have content. Nobody else has content right now. Yeah, Sony we certainly can't around. look for to Nintendo to give us content. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think... Star Fox? Yeah, but how long ago did could we have used Star Fox? <laughs> 
So is your main topic more interesting than mine? <laughs> uh, yeah, and I don't have to use Google Translate for it. <laughs> You're an impossible bastard. <laughs> Actually, it is, because I'm looking at show notes. And this yeah. Is cool. um, yeah, so this week, or this last week, uh, finally we got delivered the reboot of DC Universe, which has been the talk about for the last six months. Yeah. Um, and uh, now it's finally here. Uh, before we get into Justice League and any of that, I, I really kind of wanted to touch base on Flashpoint. Uh, as I said in, in, in my blog on thelazygeeks.com, uh, forward slash, no, just kidding. <laughs> thelazygeeks.com is, uh, I had, I actually never read Flashpoint because I heard about the reboot and, and, uh, I was like, well, I'm not really into DC and then I thought... Sapien was going to cover it, and then he got a little butt hurt when he heard about that. And just I like, didn't get butt hurt. Yeah, you did, because then you're like, "Well, I'm not going to read anything if it's all going to come to an end." And I'm wrong. Exact quote. I'm exact wrong. Quote. <laughs> exact quote. <laughs> Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> talk about the shit anymore. <laughs> but uh, uh, but after going through that really BS panel that we sat through at Comic Con, which everything was, oh, you have to wait for Flashpoint Five. Flashpoint Five. I waited, by the way. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> So, what I had done after that, I had gone back to the comic store and picked up one through four, and then waited for five, yeah. because I decided that I was like, well, I could read all four, and then have to wait that month for five. So, I chose to wait for five, so then I can have everything all full in my head and know the whole story. Uh, really good read, actually. I was really, I was really impressed with the series, however, commenting on Flashpoint 5, I did feel it was a little rushed. Yeah, um, I, I, they were kind of just get on with it. Yeah, they were kind of like, okay, here's the big reveal, here's the explanation for it. Now let's 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 end it already. Yeah, and um, you know, and, and uh, I mean, not to say that the story faltered for it. It just felt, you know, like when you see those movies that have, take such a long time to build up and <clears> get to the point, and then the resolution's like that. Yeah. You're kind of like, wait a minute, what? Um. I, I did enjoy it. I, I love the whole Thomas Wayne bit and uh, the, the Superman, how Superman yeah. was. That was kind of that was cool. That, that and, was cool. And no matter what, he's always a good guy. Yeah, like, that's cool. And uh, you know, spoilers, so. spoilers. Yeah, and uh, if you haven't read it yet, you don't care. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I I do think that Flashpoint Five wasn't as big of a deal as the as everybody at the panel was making it because they basically made it sound like all your questions will no, be answered. I mean, and uh, it it did. There could have been more explanation as to what was going on, but I see it's kind of like, well, it doesn't really matter. That universe doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. So why does why would you care? Yeah. You know? So um, and then the ending too. Like I had thought that when it ended, like you know, we not, we didn't you know because here we're thinking, okay, the series is going to be rebooted, right? Flash comes back. Spoilers, by the way. Flash comes back. He's talking to, to Batman. He knows him. Then he goes, oh, everything the same? Well, as far as I can tell. Yeah, so I don't think he knows that everything's changed. Right. And uh, and so, but there is there was that moment of when he said that, and then I thought, well, couldn't there have been a little something to indicate to the reader that something, even just something minute, some little added scene at the end of it, yeah, like it, it all seems like the a same, tease, but different. like a tease. Like, like yeah. maybe you would have seen, like, you know, because like how we come across Superman in Justice League, 
maybe a little something about him to go, oh, maybe everything isn't the same. Then boom, now we have yeah the new era. I, I thought it could have just added just a little post credit kind of thing, you know, just yeah. some a little tease to make you like you know, ex- blow it, blow your pants and you know and, and can't wait to pick it up. Uh, but uh, now, uh, what did you think of Flashpoint? I dug it. I mean, I um, I, I agree with everything you're saying. I mean, I, I I I think it felt rushed, but I don't think it really. I don't think it hurt the story. It didn't hurt it. It's just the way it was. Right. Um, I enjoyed it. I I I, I felt the emotion in the last few pages. I like that with the mother and that was and awesome. Then we went to Bruce Wayne and stuff. Yeah, I, I really dug that. It was well written. The the artwork was amazing. Um, I I I dug it. I thought it was a good way to wrap everything up, even if it was quick. But I think I think it needed to be quick because this Flashpoint thing's been. I mean, it's been a lot of like mini shot, you know, just crazy shit. On the one shot, like, I think it needs to. It needed to be done. I mean, now, DC wanted to move on to the future. They didn't want to play around anymore. Right. And the thing was, is that you know, like I, I thought about it, and I thought, well, you know, some people say, well, why didn't you get any of the other ones so you can know the changes? I didn't care about the changes that happened during Flashpoint. Oh, is they're irrelevant. They're irrelevant because it's there'd be one shots or miniseries like Lois Lane with the Resistance. Yeah, okay. Resistance it's, doesn't exist yeah, anymore. Exi- you know, yeah, exactly. Why do I need? I to? mean, there. If you're a hardcore Flashpoint fan, those books are there. I mean, they're fun to read, but for just continue, who cares? I yeah. mean, they they don't. Personally, I, me, I didn't care. I I liked the changes that they had made with the characters in Flashpoint, but I didn't see it enough to like pick up Batman. You know, and see. Yeah, like I I liked some of the changes. Like we were we were discussing um, how. Uh, spoiler, I guess, but how the Joker in that universe was actually Bruce Wayne's mother. Yeah. And there was a little, I think it was a three-issue miniseries on that. That I might pick up, yeah. because it's interesting, but it's irrelevant, yeah. because it doesn't matter now. Yeah. It's you know? one of those where, that's cool, that's a cool idea, Yeah. but do I really want to do that? And then Do I need to spend two ninety nine a book to yeah. follow all of these miniseries? And also, like, the Flying Graysons. Yeah, which it, sounds cool. It sounds but cool, but at the same time, it's like, do I really need that? Yeah. So that's the whole thing, and then of course, you know, the the Hal Jordan Flashpoint, all that stuff. Um, but you know, it, it's the same thing, like you know, Marvel Fear itself. But uh, it's yeah. been dragging on. Yeah, it's been dragging along. Uh, but that's the thing. So going into uh, Justice League, they've been talking some steady. Daddy shit you know about what, though, Justice That's League. normal anytime there's a big change. Yeah. You know, but... You know, and... I don't think it's warranted. I mean, I enjoyed the book. I enjoyed the book thoroughly. I, I actually want to go read it again, because I read it in the car when we were driving back, and I kind of was just, you know, reading it quickly, but I, wa- I want to really read it, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I didn't really know what to expect from it. Uh, and, you know, for me, it, it's a great origin story of how the Justice League came together. And I know that's been one of the major criticisms, and we talked about it with the, yeah. the, the manager of Collector's Paradise, Pasadena, that it, you know, there's been a lot of, that's one of the heavy criticisms that they, that, that you know, people were like, well, what, where's the Justice League? Why is it only focusing on two? Well, whenever you do a, you know, anytime you do a, a new show or a new series, you're rebooting it, you're gonna have, have to, to do an origin. Other. You have yeah. to do everything. It would be like the whole. It's like the whole thing with Star Trek and the new reboot. 
They met each other. They met each other, did they? Or the Avengers. Yeah. They're all meeting each other. They're not just immediately the Avengers. Yeah. And, uh... So, it's it's the kind of thing where you kind of just look and you're like, okay, I think you're just being a little petty. Yeah. Um, You need to calm down. Yeah, you know, you need to kind of... You need to, to, one, take a step, relax. Yeah. Yeah. Two, shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to skim through here because I, I saw some of the criticisms last night, yesterday. Who is who? I haven't read any reviews because I didn't want to accidentally read a spoiler. Yeah, they didn't. Um, that was one thing I liked about. Um, I actually went to the Hollywood Reporter, and they said the reviews are in, and they only gave samples. They didn't spoil anything. They just gave here's some snippets of of some of reviews that were, and these were places like. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, comic book uh, resources and stuff like that. A lot of negative reviews. Uh, you know, making comments to the point of, oh, well, it's, you know, talking about... Uh, it's essentially a 13-plus comic. You know, I guess referring to the age of the reader. And at the same time, I'm like, how so? Even... I get what they're saying, but it's the Justice League. Yeah. It's not supposed to be rated up. Yeah, it's not yeah. the Dark Knight. We're not exactly. I mean, you have they're comic books. Everybody, you know. <laughs> it, it, yes, there are comic books for adults, but superhero comics, a lot of them geared towards preteen and younger. Yeah, and, and and you know, teenage years. You could still read them. They're general audiences. Everybody can read them. Right. But I mean, what do you, what do you want? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, you know the Justice League to be killing people, or yeah, what? you know, it's like, I'm yeah. looking at the same article, Hollywood Reporter. Yeah. Um, what did comics be? No, what did Bleeding Cool say? Because I like Bleeding Cool. I this comic know. has been criticized um, for being too slight, too eph- ephemeral, to capture a new reader's interest for long. But I think sometimes people have become blasé to Jim Lee's work. For the unfamiliar eye, it simply looks. Glorious in Geoff Johns is, <laughs> is mirroring the tact many recent television shows have taken of teasing without revealing. I think it may be a lot more new. I think it may be a lot more new reader friendly than a lot of people may take it for. And you know what? I expect that comment from Bleeding Cool because that motherfucker always is on point with his shit. Um, that's exactly that's dead on. I mean, that's yeah. exactly how I feel. I think. People are not realizing... This is a reboot. This is a reboot. They're not only trying to capture the audience they already have, they're trying to capture new audience. Yeah, because... Marvel is killing it right now. Yeah. I mean, they need they need to bring in new people. Yeah, because here's like one comic from a comic book resources, which I usually go to for looking for news for comics and stuff like that. Give the new audience what they so desperately trying to entice a glimpse of what this comic book is about... Because instead, what we're getting isn't really a story about the Justice League. It's a story about Batman and Green Lantern's first meeting, plus a non-cyborg-looking cyborg pre-hero life. It's not the. It's not a bad script, but it's not enticing. I thought differently. Mm-hmm. I found the story to be more enticing. The only flaw that I found in the story, like you had said, <laughs> was Green Lantern. Green Lantern is kind of a, a dumbass, but you know what? He was like that in the beginning. So that's a, that's the thing that I'm reading it and I'm thinking I have to disassociate the Green Lantern last month with this Green Lantern. Yeah. Two different characters now. They're written differently. Things are different. You know, Batman seems the same. Yeah. But um, 
he just seems ass. <laughs> the Green Lantern seems like he's new again. That he's he's not as experienced as he was when um, the previous War of the Lanterns was going on. You know, he doesn't really know have as much experience as he did then, which makes sense. It's a reboot. I mean, the Justice right. League isn't even formed yet. You know, so he's he got his powering and all that, but he's he's like, I'll take care of it. I'll take care. He's just running into everything, not doing you know. Batman seems to have all that experience, so you know we'll see what happens. I still like the character once I I realize you know what I shouldn't be I shouldn't be so judgmental because I'm I'm rating him with the previous right you know, Hal Jordan and that's not fair yeah. you know Com- but oh go ahead no go ahead I'm just rambling oh okay let's say comics be um, commented said that the issue reminded me of Todd McFarlane's first issue of Spider Man it was so on the nose that it's hard to take seriously. It's definitely supposed to mimic video game dialogue, but on the printed page, it comes off as not sparking. This is some. This is a somewhat uninspired introductory comic for readers thirteen up. The fuck is he talking about? Did he even read the comic? I don't. I don't what is this video game shit about? I know. I, I. I. was like going. No, the video game dialogue. I played video games. I've. Re- I've seen the dialogue, and most of the times you. You kind of want to mute it, but. Be, but the story is involved in the dialogue, so you have to watch it. Yeah. You know, and I thought I go no. I mean, there was a lot of moments that I, I it really started. And this was one thing that I had pointed out to Sapien, and I had pointed out to um, the manager over there at Clutch's Paradise was it felt very Marvel-ish. Yeah, because it was action, and and if you know DC uh, is more cerebral, it, yeah. it's very expo- exposition, and uh, this one here was very much action orientated. And but the thing too is that. You can't give everything away in one issue. Yeah, it's an I mean, ongoing story. This is the, not a miniseries. This isn't the golden age of comics. There, I mean, if we all remember when Spider-Man first became Spider-Man, it literally took a page. Right. Bitten, <laughs> found out he had powers, Spider-Man. You know, it's it, this isn't then. And they maybe st- said one line, but the rest was all, yeah. uh, all narrator. Yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. I would prefer the book to be the way it is now. I originally thought it was going to be we were just going to jump into the friggin' the Justice League. They're going to be yeah. the Justice League. I like that it's like this now. Yeah, I, and I have to say that, and you won't hear me say this often, but the New York Times had probably the best quote. Whoa. To conclude, anything now would be like reviewing a feature film, a feature-length film on its first 15 minutes. Boom. That's perfect right there. That is it. And, uh... But, yeah, you know, I, I really liked the book. I thought that this is a good start. The way they ended the book with that little that little tease that makes cool. me want... That makes, was cool. Yeah, makes me want to get issue two. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm i not saying it's the greatest comic book I ever read. No, by read, a long shot, no. But it does have me excited. It's not a Jonathan Hickman book. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not a Grant Morrison book. Yeah, definitely um, not. But. but it is a good book, and it, it got me enthralled enough to want the second issue, and it has me even more excited about the the all the rest of well, the other fifty one comics that will be coming out all this right. month. Um, so, I mean, everybody has their own opinions, but I think we all need to take a step back, realize what DC is trying to do. Also. Most of us don't really like when something changes like this, of the right. huge changes. Just deal with it because it's not going to change because you right. don't like it. Right. So just embrace it. Yeah. Find a way to like it, or don't read DC anymore because really. And what I want all you guys to do out there um, is to 
I, I posted a review of the Justice League series on the lasergeeks.com and Justice League uh, on the Flashpoint series, sorry, and Justice League one, uh, Justice League number one. Go ahead to the website and put in comments. Let us know what you think of it. Do you think it's cool? Do you think it's not yeah. cool? Did you find the story cool? Did you think like, oh, it's BS? It's trying to be Marvel and. Uh, or whatever, you know, whatever you thought, or no, I like the old way, and give a reason. Don't just simply say it sucks and and leave. It's fucking balls. Yeah, just we like to challenge our listeners to actually form opinions, and a lot of times we get some very very good comments. Yeah. I don't think I don't think I've had to delete any. I, I've never. There's had... been the only ones we delete are the ones that don't say anything. They're just random gibberish. Yeah, but a lot of times, but even no, but lately though was what oh, I'm saying. Yeah. It's like lately we, we even put the ones that that don't agree with us. Yeah, I mean, okay. that's fine. But they're well thought out. They're... Why? Why would I even want to say my opinion if there was no one to challenge it? There'd be yeah. no point. If there's no one to challenge my opinion, then you already know. So I don't have to tell you anything. Yeah, I want people to challenge my yeah. opinion. I want people, somebody to say I don't agree with it. Or, or I understand what you're coming from. I don't agree with it, and here's why. Yeah, you know? exactly. So uh, let us know what you think. You, you know, if you're a comic book reader, or your your kids read comic books, or whatever, and you go, hey, or you want to become a comic book yeah, reader? You, you just start now. This is the yeah. perfect time. Yeah, it's, you don't have to know the backstory. DC. You don't even look at Marvel. Just go straight <laughs> to DC. <laughs> like a punk. <laughs> uh, but just go ahead and say... Oh, Marvel's so confusing <laughs> right now. <laughs> Ultimate slide is just starting. Hey, Spider Island looks great. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not saying they're all winners, folks. But, <laughs> no, I'm talking <laughs> shit. Marvel's cool, too. But, um, but you know, even if your kids are reading comic books and you go, have you read that? What is it like? And, you know, get their band and then come on the website and go, well, my kid read the comic and really liked it, blah, blah, blah. Just let us know what yeah. you think. But just uh, cracking down the street, read the comic exactly. book. Ask that motherfucker what's <laughs> up. Uh, well, on that note, I think it's time that we uh, get into. Get, yeah, we're getting kind of short on time. Uh, to kind of go ahead and, uh, and we leave, we leave busy lives. Yeah, and we don't have time for this shit. <laughs> uh, to time to uh, cut into some uh, douchebaggery. Douchebag. Douchebags. <laughs> Alright, so my number three douchebag is can we get her to stop being in movies altogether? I already know who you're talking about. <laughs> I haven't read the article. I'm already start I'm already starting to wonder if if they're even if studios are even trying anymore. I mean if you if you wish to do a remake, you could cast someone that people think could play the role. I'm not sure if anyone any of you are aware that Hillary Duff, yes, that Hilary Duff was signed to play Bonnie in a remake of Arthur Penn's classic Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> Who was going to be Clyde? Yeah, I know, right? It was probably going to be Paris Hilton. <laughs> uh, while I I was in the midst of sticking a penny in a light socket, I decided to read the report from TMZ a bit further and found out that she was slated to play the role in the story of Bonnie and Clyde. But when her pregnancy apparently uh, her pregnancy apparently saved us all from this disaster, according to the report, she was paid one hundred thousand dollars to not play the role. Who paid her, dude? The, the the studio. They paid her. Afterwards, TMZ caught up with Duff, and she told them, "I don't want to give them any more press than they've already gotten off of me because you know she's so popular." Yeah. Um, I think my baby is a bit more exciting. So obviously, something something kind of happened there. Yeah. Uh, I really have Your to baby's th- not as exciting. Yeah. I really have to think that the director, Tonya S. Holly, 
really didn't want her for the part. I have to believe that. Luckily for luckily for Duff, then who did casting? Yeah, who knows? Uh, she had a typical pay or play contract that makes her get paid for either doing nothing or something. Yeah. Uh, I really think that the that not only is Hollywood's business system broke that someone thought Duff would be able to play Bonnie, but the casting system is simply not even trying to cast anyone fitted for the roles. People, Here, people remember who she is. Put her there. <laughs> Here is the movie that was made famous by Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway. Classic movie. And Hilary Duff comes to mind? No. What part of Agent Cody Banks did the person stare at her and think, she could pull off a Bonnie? And that was back when she was kind of cute. Now yeah. she looks kind of scary. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm just like, really, guys? Uh, yeah, it's just... Next they're going to remake Pretty Woman and they're going to put, like... Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. <laughs> Paris Hilton's pretty woman. Well, we've yeah. already seen how she is in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and when they do the classic uh, scene with Julia Roberts when he closed the necklace case oh, and yeah. she screamed, Paris Hilton's instead of screaming, she's going to go, Oh my God. <laughs> You're so funny. You're so funny. That scared me. I'm going to go do some coke. It's, so, just, it's so sad. It is very sad. I'm like, wow, really? Uh, so my number two douchebag. This is awesome. One, because I found it on a Wednesday. I found the douchebag in the week on a Wednesday. Morning Wednesday. Wow. Yeah. And the sad part is, there's a follow-up. There's a follow-up <laughs> to this. Like that, like that, uh, that uh, porta potty dude. Where yeah. There was a <laughs> yeah, there was a follow-up. But I found that on Friday night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, I found it today. Nice. <laughs> I was happy to scroll around. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, so... Sometimes you have to wonder what goes through people's minds. In a person, in a personal, in my personal blog, after seeing the stupid people that went into the ocean during Hurricane Irene, I thought that we should bring back natural selection. <laughs> or as the police officer in the movie Ruthless People once said, "This could possibly be the stupidest person on the planet. Let's shoot him." <laughs> Street smarts will make you apprehensive when someone approaches you in a parking lot of a McDonald's and wants to know if you want to buy an iPad. The non-judgmental PC smarts will allow you to buy one of these iPads from the back of their car. If someone is selling electronics in the parking lot of a McDonald's, they are most likely selling hot items hot. Or, or a piece of wood with an Apple logo on it. <laughs> in this particular case, it was the latter. Ashley McDowell from Spartanburg, South Carolina, found their $300 offer for their new iPad was a steal, but she only had $180. They made the exception this one time. Of course. Of course. To quote, to quote, how I met your mother. Oh, honey. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, how honey. stupid are you? <laughs> Instead of giving her the beautiful iPad that they had in their hand, they proceeded to give her one in a FedEx box from the back of their car. In traditional moronic fashion, she waited until she was home before she opened the box. When she discovered what she discovered was the gadget with an Apple logo on the back. On the front were Best Buy stickers and several Apple icons such as Safari and iPod. The kicker, it was made of wood. Wow. Yes, she purchased a wooden iPad from the trunk of a car at a McDonald's. Was it carved like an iPad? Because that would be even funny. There's no punchline to this story. <laughs> this it's is not it. clever at all. It's not it's clever. This is just how it is. You know, I'm not sure if it's my big city upbringing or my inability to not judge people by the way they look that makes this, that, that they would look and know this is too good to be true. 
Uh, I'd at least say open the open it. Open it. Let me yeah. see it. Let me see it right here. Uh, if Ashley goes back, she may be able to pick up a brick iPhone for about one hundred and twenty dollars. Now the follow up. <laughs> I got it from. CNN. Is the follow up the, the next douchebag or is uh, it just no? A it's actually a follow up. Oh, yeah. Uh, the follow up actually <laughs> uh, is uh, is from CNET. And uh, that's where I found the first one. And they call it after the hundred and eighty dollar wooden iPad, the two hundred and fifty dollar paper laptop, same city. No. Channel four reports that two women were seduced, commercially speaking, seduced. by <laughs> by a man who said he had um, laptops as well as iPads. I'm gonna save cat. In the, probably probably cat. Making this is that a steal. Money. It, we're in a recession. Yeah. <laughs> The laptops were allegedly fine laptops that he could sell to the women at a bargain price. So the women undoubtedly went to the ATM, withdrew their funds, and uh, no doubt considered their f- the fun when they were at, when, um, they were about to have. Just as in the case of the wooden iPad, these women chose to maintain their excitement and they it, at having secured such a bargain until they got home. When they opened the box, the women discovered a low. Uh, discovered a low they never thought they would have behold. A wooden laptop. For this was a pile of paper fashioned with black tape. Oh, and very helpful, an alleged confidence uh, confidence artist had the confidence to enclose a power cord. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is some Darwin Award <laughs> shit right here. This is sad. Oh my god. And uh, it'll do it again. Yeah, you know, I'm sure because uh, you know what I commend him. Because if you're that <laughs> stupid, you deserve to get scammed. Uh, again, this is from CNET. It goes, if it was the same trick or, um, tricky folks, they have at least had the grace to place some icons on the Apple logo of the wooden iPad. There's no evidence that they drew an Apple logo on the $250 bundle of paper. Uh, the people of Spartanburg appear to be struggling with their uh, keenness to secure a bargain. Perhaps Apple could open a little pop-up store in the next week or two, you know, with real iPads and Macs. Uh, or perhaps the company could move to launch the next generation phone to Spartanburg so that the locals might bathe in the difference between a fake and the real. Bathe the, in something. Yeah, the bargain of the full price pleasure of owning something that you can actually plug in, turn on, and show off to your or perhaps, friends. Perhaps um, this city needs to reevaluate their educational system oh because that's God. just sad. <laughs> It's like, like, how stupid are you? Wow. How dude. much money do you have to just be like, whatever? Yeah. I'm not even going to check. I know. To, to just I trust to everyone. Get... Yeah. Uh. All right. So, my last, last, no, my number one douchebag. Oh. Actually. Was... Now, that, now, the last one wasn't number one, so who the hell is this? <laughs> it's actually kind of funny on how some people's opinions ha- um, have been. You can do whatever you want to the latest prequels. But don't touch the original trilogy anymore. Yes. Since Lucasfilms has confirmed the changes in the upcoming Star Wars The Complete Saga, it seems that hardcore fans are starting an online campaign to boycott the set. Some have even taken to Facebook pages to garner support to boycott the upcoming release. I bet you they'll still buy it. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) From Yoda's CG makeover to the Ewoks blinking, has George Lucas finally gone too far? I have believed that... Um, I have believed that now he's just doing it to say you should buy this because there's something new in it. Regardless of what you think about him or his continuous changes to the saga, what we can call him is a hypocrite. Why? 
Because back in 1988, George Lucas testified before Congress on the preservation of films. Ted Turner had purchased rights to many of Hollywood's classic film libraries, and his plans were to colorize them. A young George Lucas spoke out against this, at what, and this is what he said. People who alter and destroy works of art and our cultural heritage for profit or for an exercise of power are barbarians. And if the laws of the United States continue to condone this behavior, history will surely classify us as a barbaric society. In the future, it will become even easier for old negatives to become lost and be replaced by new, ne by new altered negatives. This will be a great loss to our society. Our cultural history must not be allowed to be rewritten. Attention should be paid to this question of our soul and not simply to the accounting procedures. Attention should be paid to the interest of those who are yet unborn who should be able to see this generation as it saw itself and the past generation as it saw itself. I wonder what George Lucas would have thought about his future self back then. Mm. And what is this, blinking Ewoks? Yeah, they CG the eyes so the Ewoks blink now. That I could care less about. Yeah. Like, like, and then the some some of the details I don't give a shit. Yeah. You the, know the no <laughs> when he throws the emperor over now. And, and that's stuff, dumb. That's dumb. That shouldn't have been changed. That that was. blinking Ewoks. Did you really notice? <laughs> Only the hottest of the hardcore noticed they didn't blink anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But um, that I mean the Han shot first thing. Yeah. You just I goes mean, back Lucas, to the nineties. Lucas yeah. changes things. That just shouldn't be changed. You're yeah. changing the entire film. Exactly. I mean, and the reason why I always bring up Han shot first, and a lot of people do, because it changed the entire dynamic of the yeah. Han Solo character. Yeah, because Han Solo's character was a swashbuckler. He didn't wait for trouble to find him. He stopped no, he took it. Care he, of it. he took care of it. But before. now that he doesn't shoot first, now he's just a typical hero. Yeah. You know, because he wouldn't do a bad thing unless somebody tried to do it to him first. Right. It changed it the entire dynamic of it. And it looked like It did look like Yeah, like Greedo doesn't know how to... He, the guy's sitting right in front of him, and he shoots over his shoulder. I mean, yeah. did did he go to the same uh, mob school that all those uh, <laughs> all those mob henchmen that when they're shooting the one hero, he, they miss, they shoot everywhere else except the guy? Yeah, it's just... It's, it's ridiculous. It fell across the board. Who are, you, uh, who are your douchebags this week? The first one's kind of funny, because I think... Women get some women get a little too caught up, <laughs> acting crazy and shit. In general, uh, bride arrested at her own reception gets probation. <laughs> Office. <laughs> this is in Phoenix, Arizona, which I'm not surprised <laughs> one bit. Um, and covering the home turf. <laughs> yeah. Well, my my pit stop before I got over here. Um, an Arizona an Arizona bride arrested at her own wedding reception after kicking a police officer will not have to serve time behind bars. A cop. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. Uh, a judge sentenced 28-year-old Angela DeVado, DeVito, I'm sorry, um, on Thursday to six months of probation and four hours of community service. She got a fucking pretty light, dude. Yeah. Four hours of community service for her conviction on I mean, a charge. should have been shot already. <laughs> yeah. Of attempted aggravated assault. Uh, police say offices had to restrain De DeVito. Is it DeVito? No, why not? DeVito <laughs> on March 20th. After Who cares? She, She's not listening yeah, to this. <laughs> after she became disorderly at the suburban Phoenix home where her wedding reception was held. <laughs> Who called the cops on her, dude? <laughs> That's funny. Um, offices respond, responding to a call found a large brawl in the backyard of the home, of the home and told everyone to stop fighting. But the commotion continued 
and officers pepper sprayed the crowd. They just like fuck it. You know, Arizona I, cops do that. They, think, they don't care. I, I kind of think I reported. Up, I think she was a douchebag for getting arrested because of that. Really? I think so. Nice. <laughs> so uh, I guess follow up. up. <laughs> officers. <laughs> the crowd got angry and aggravated. Prob- probably because you know it stings. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Not that I know the officers, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I do. The crowd, the crowd got angry and, and aggressive toward the officers, and police say DeVito charged a potty goer and kicked an officer. Um, that's the end of the article. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, what a douche. You know, just that's white trash, right? That's there. some that's, white. Tra- that's, that's some redneck that's, shit. Yeah, that's there's a lot of rednecks in Arizona. A lot of big ass pickup trucks, and I'm not saying having pickup trucks make you a redneck, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, no shirts with a tan line. Still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, just and that's sad for Arizona. Yeah. You shouldn't have no damn tan line in Arizona. Um, second douchebag is Walmart, <laughs> right? And I think a lot of you heard of this, and hopefully none of you uh, got too excited for nothing. Um, now the PlayStation was lowered to two hundred and forty nine dollars, right? From two hundred ninety nine dollars. Walmart seems to not be able to tell the difference between the PlayStation and the Xbox 360. Oh. <laughs> Walmart, Walmart had displayed a rollback price. Rollback is a rollback rollback in Walmart terms. It's a sale. Work there. It's, it's it's more of a, it's more of a permanent. It's a permanent sale. Oh. Like the, the rollback means it's staying that way. Which would be the PlayStation. That, that would be a permanent, you know, rollback. <laughs> so, Walmart had displayed a rollback price for the Xbox 360 4 gigabyte Connect bundle for $249. It was later confirmed that this was done in error, and that the Xbox 360's price had, in fact, not been lowered. Now, the funniest thing about this is, when I first heard about it, I'm like, I don't mean to toot my own horn, I would have known before Walmart that the price was being dropped on the Xbox 360. I'm constantly <laughs> monitoring this shit. I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. Because I heard about it um, before I knew that it was an error. So I was like, what? What? What happened? How would they do that? Yeah. Because they don't do that just because. No, no, no. No. They, they have Not on have, stuff like that. Yeah, you have to have permission. Microsoft is in control of the price yeah. of the system. Um, a notice post by Walmart read, the price was mistakenly labeled as a rollback. Uh, Walmart made an independent decision. Oh, this is what Microsoft says. This is funny. Microsoft said they don't discuss pricing plans in advance, which they don't. Nobody does. Um, and quoted, Walmart made an independent decision to implement this temporary price cut. You know what that means? That means everyone who bought that thing for two forty nine, Walmart. Paid Microsoft fifty bucks. Yeah, Microsoft was like, "A oh, no, dumbass. We didn't tell you to lower it." So, douchebag for that, and also douchebag. You're fucking Walmart. I yeah. mean, you're not a mom and pop organization where some old man That's with like bad glasses stuff. fucked up. Oh well, we didn't know about throwing away those uh, those codes. those on live codes. Yeah. Wow. Just. Wow. Now this one I don't even have an article to read from because we have first-hand experience. Uh, <laughs> Thanks. Me too. I oh, mean, yeah, I know what's right up too. Uh, Time Warner. Time Warner Communications, or what are they called? Yeah. Time Warner Cable? Time Warner Cable. Um, me and Nomad, or Nomad and I, both have 
Time Warner for internet. I have their television as well, but whatever. We're not really, really talking about me that much. Um, there was an outage last weekend. Last weekend lasted for what thirty six hours about. Uh, well, for me, it lasted about thirty six hours or so. Okay. The outage isn't the issue. It's not the douchebag moment. It happens. Technology breaks. It's just the way it is. The douchebag moment is the way they responded to their customers. And the way they responded is by not responding at all. Yeah. Um, I know, well, why don't you get in the, your, you know, do a little well, tit for tat over there, man. Do, uh, give me a little backstory on it. Saturday morning, everything was fine. The Went crack online. Sun rides. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was <laughs> streaming Pandora. I was playing. Li- I was playing Xbox Live. Don't stop <laughs> thinking about that. <laughs> uh, no, the internet was working fine. Then uh, I have my cell phone. Actually, my uh, I have my cell phone hooked to my Wi-Fi. Yeah. So it la- the battery lasts a hell of a lot longer. Yeah. So I noticed that when I was trying Every to device it- in Nomad's house that could connect to the internet yeah, was on. on. <laughs> and uh, uh, I was trying to connect to Twitter and it kept saying connection error. Then all of a sudden I turned and looked back and I noticed the lights weren't blinking normally. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, then I noticed Vonage was out. And this was around 2, two or 3 Pacific time. And then, uh, and this was around the same time that Hurricane Irene hit, right? So a hurricane on the East Coast knocked out my internet on the West Coast, uh, <laughs> which I even posted that on my on my Facebook. Yeah. I'm like, go ahead, the the internet's. Out. I go, hurricane hit the East Coast, and my internet's out. Um, that is funny. Uh, called up Time Warner. Of course, you hear the standard. We um, if we have re- reports of an outage in your area, we are working to do blah 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 blah. Okay. Which basically means we don't want to fucking talk to you. Yeah, so if you're calling to complain, hang up. Uh, so, hung up, waited a few hours, because sometimes it goes out for a couple of hours, yeah. you know, and it's, it's whatever. Shit breaks. Yeah. You know, it's it's six, it is. 6 o'clock at night, still out. Call up again, still getting the same message. Alright, fine. Don't use the internet that night. Wake up Sunday morning, internet's still out. What the fuck? Call them up, don't get that error message call up and then of course they have a bigger problem where they said somehow some way and this I found out not through Time Warner but somewhere some way they were fixing something fucked up something and it also knocked out their phone service (laughs) isn't that what I told you though they probably were fixing something and broke something yeah yeah. And uh, so it knocked out their phone service from 6 a.m. Sunday morning. Well, the lady's trying to tell Now me. it's serious. Because, yeah. I mean, they, they want everyone to buy their phone. But if their shit's going to go out, then yeah. the phone don't work. So the lady's trying to tell me that my internet's only been out since 6 a.m. And then I go, no. My internet's been out since yesterday. It's like, I'm so, sorry. I know what's going on yeah, in my you house. Know, and, and the lady kept trying to say, well, we have reports. I go, I don't give a shit what your reports say, lady. Did you actually say give a shit? <laughs> yeah. I go, I don't give a shit of what your reports say, lady. My internet has been out since 3 o'clock yesterday. What's going on? And, of course, and then she tells me they're trying to have it back up within an hour. I'm like, okay. Hang up. Hours pass, hours pass, hours pass. Call up a couple more times going, I want to know what's going on. I don't even, don't even, and, you know, they keep trying to give you the, well, you know, our, 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 you know, we're trying to work on it. Well, what's the problem? You know, and then one of the guys, well, they don't tell us a problem. Okay, fine, but why is it that, and keep in mind that I actually went online on my phone, found out the LA Times, uh, local channel 11 here, local channel 7 here, 
and uh, Channel 2 were reporting the outage of, of Time Warner. And uh, they had said that, yeah, there's a problem, that it was out of state, something happened and knocked out, so we're working to get everything back up. We're telling people, we want people to not unplug their modems, like they always tell you to do, be sure to unplug your modem for 30 seconds and then connect it again. And, um, you know, hopefully we don't want people to do that because it could actually cause them disconnection from service permanently. Keep in mind that of all the eight no times that I called, not one person told me that. Yeah. They barely acknowledged that I had an outage. So I'm thinking, and the last guy I told... Well, it was only from eight in the morning. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but I felt so... I, I feel bad for the last guy that had my wrath. Not because he didn't deserve it. He works for the company, so obviously he deserved Because I've done that before where I represent the company and people have yelled at me for a reason. It's like, yeah. you know, whatever. But you I took the job. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I told the guy, I go, you know, you guys need to develop a Twitter. You guys need to develop a Facebook. But then you wouldn't be able to check it. Yeah. <laughs> I can check it on my phone. Oh. And you guys need to tell people what's going on. This silence that you guys have is ridiculous. It's like 80s business. It's, it really <laughs> is 80s business. What are you, AT&T? <laughs> and then finally my, I, I went to bed, woke up at 2 in the morning. My internet was on. Or woke up at 2 in the morning um, into Monday morning. He was waking up every hour on the hour to check internet connection. No, I actually had to go take a piss. Nice. But I woke up, decided to check my look. No, still not working. Woke up 9 o'clock in the morning, look, internet was back on. And it, it's been seems to be working fine for now, but for 36 hours and still, I contact. I they gave you an option. Do you want to be notified by phone when your internet's up? Never got that phone call. Never got an email from yeah. them saying, shit, "Hey, dude. you know what? Sorry." Netflix sends you an email that says, "Hey, you know we had a problem. Sorry, boss. You know, da 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 da." Even acknowledge, even in the paper, nothing. They said nothing, and I think that's what bugs me the most. Yeah. If you go on Twitter and you type in, you know, hashtag Time Warner, I was seeing people in Idaho, Ohio, uh, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, everybody talking about 24 hours and I don't have internet. But then my internet wasn't out and I live down the fucking street. He lives like a mile away from me and his internet. And I told the guy too, I go, why is it that my friend has internet and he's a mile away? Um... He does. I was actually thinking that they may go, oh, fuck, cut him off. Yeah. Just to say, like, oh, the whole like, internet. And then I you, you motherfucker. <laughs> no, my internet, and I checked with um, most of my building, I mean, the people that speak don't English. run away from me and speak <laughs> English, um, their internet were up, too. Yeah. was up, too. So it doesn't, I mean, I, listen, things break. I get it. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a couple days to fix. I get it. Tell your customers what the fuck yeah. is going go on. Go to the media and go, hey, guys. We have a major outage. Yeah, you know we're trying to work on apologize. We're trying to work on it. I told you you can call them and get comps for those days. Yeah, they'll cut your bill. Um, and one thing too, and Time Time Warner needs to realize: most people that have Time Warner, if they had another choice, would select another choice. Yeah. And Verizon's creeping up around the corner. AT and T's even getting big too. I mean, yeah. some people aren't comfortable with AT and T, but still, I mean. That U-verse thing's getting big. Yeah, and if you look around, there's a lot more satellite dishes yep. popping up, Dish Network, DirecTV. People TV. are getting sick and tired of the cable company's bullshit. And, and in it, most places, it's fucking Time Warner. Yeah, and if you look, they keep trying to sell you, oh, well, you get... And this was one thing that always bugged me about Time Warner, is they always say, oh, yeah, sign up and get phone, internet, and television, all for, like, $99 a month for three months, or a year. 
Yeah. But they don't tell you, and you can never find it, how much it will really cost after that. They've changed that recently. Yeah, now they tell you. Now they tell you, but they never, they never used to. See, I, I'm I'm very timid about getting my phone service to the cable company. Yeah, I'm because familiar. I have children. If I need to contact nine one one, I need to contact nine one one right fucking now. Yeah. And if I have an AT and T line in my apartment, which most places have an AT and T line, even if it's I'm not paying AT and T. Yeah. That shit will dial nine one one. Yeah. You know, so because by law they have to allow you to call out for emergency online. Yeah. And and that's one of the things. Like I have I have a VoIP. Um, home phone But the only reason that I'm okay The reason why it's okay is because This particular company allows me to uh, Select a second number Which is my cell phone And if a call comes in on that line It goes diverts to my cell phone Yeah So I can, it forwards it for me Yeah but I'm not just pretty legit Yeah But that's just my, my biggest douchebag um, I'm tired of Time Warner Constantly doing this yeah. They don't tell anybody anything. And honestly, ever since 21st Century started, you see companies starting to pay attention and they go, you know what, we need to we need to be more one-on-one with our customers. We need to let them know what's going on. And a few... Co- even AT&T is getting better. Yeah. This U-verse shit, I called them, they told me everything. There were no secrets. I know if you still call just their cell phone thing, they'll probably still fuck with you. It's a different division. But... No secrets. Yeah, I, I was I was well taken care of. I unfortunately just couldn't get it in my area. But Time Warner really needs to stop sitting there like, haha, you don't have another choice because other choices are coming up. Yeah, and you're gonna be fucking around and people are gonna leave your shit. If uh, I never had, if I didn't move up to cable from DSL, I probably would still have somebody else. Yeah, and I honestly, and I don't want to go to Time Warner because there's caps. There's those yeah. internet caps. And no, Nomad... Well, you don't want to go to AT&T. Or AT&T. Um, Nomad knows that I was trying to get AT&T because I did not want to go back to Time Warner. Time Warner has fucked me over a few times. I have This no, last one was... Yeah. I have no other choice. I have no fucking choice. Yeah. But the government you know? doesn't see any, see any problem with that. No. no. Because they only view television. Because yeah. television, there's plenty of competition. I can get DirecTV, I can get Dish, you know, whatever. But for internet, there is no viable solution. Yeah. Like, even if I wanted AT&T DSL... Why, it's nowhere near as fast. DSL technology is lame. Yeah. You know, if you have DSL, I'm sorry for you. I'm not even going to apologize. It's it's not as good as cable technology. Right. Or All Fios. Right. Well, let's let's let's, let's lighten let's the load a little bit. Let's lighten the load a little we bit. We talked about that for a while. Yeah. Um, my epic person of the week, Mr. Steven Soderbergh. Ooh. So a while back, we heard rumors that Steven Soderbergh was directing second unit for the Hunger Games. Movie Phone managed to have a sit-down with the guy to discuss how can this be. I mean, here's an A-list director that was asked to do second unit photography. How does someone ask him to do that? Well, it appears that uh, Steven Soderbergh and uh, Gray Ross, the director of The Hunger Games, are longtime friends, and Ross simply asked him. It appears that during the time he needed to get some, um, some second unit stuff shot during the first week of August. In a bind, he contacted his friend to see what he was doing. Is there any way you can come down and help me because I'd rather have you do it than hire someone who I don't know, Soderbergh recalled. And since he had an opening in his schedule, he decided to help out his buddy. Now that's a friend. Most people know Soderbergh's style, but according to him, if I've done my job properly, I hope I did, you won't be able to tell what I did. Because it's supposed to cut seamlessly into what they're doing. That's the whole point. That's why he asked me to come down because he knew I I would be rigorous about matching what they were doing. So he shot some footage, um, he was shown some footage and what they needed to match an overall vision of the film. 
I thought, okay, I see what these guys are doing, Soderbergh said. So I know that what the tools, the toolkit is, so I know the rules are, and it's fun in a way. He managed to, he managed to kick out, uh, he managed to get a kick out of the work, and uh, which he hasn't done uh, for someone else, which he hasn't done in a while. I was really back to the situation of being the person who was the, uh, that had to please someone else, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sound and, it out. Yeah, I know, sound it out. <laughs> uh, I was back to the situation of being the person who has to please someone else, as opposed to pleasing himself. Oh, Soderbergh said. <laughs> and, and we all love <laughs> to please, please ourselves. ourselves. And, uh, and that made me really anxious. I know I wanted to do a good job. Gary is a friend of mine. That's a special kind of honor to take from a friend that knows your style and what you're looking for. I see as an, this as another kind of compliment that someone trusts you enough to help them help you shape their overall vision. Help me help you. As a budding filmmaker myself, there has been an, there has to be an immense amount of trust to allow someone to work and that you know you will get the best out of them. That doesn't come very often. So. You know, Steven Soderbergh, A-list director, could have said, "Dude, I don't do second unit." Yeah, I, 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 I dude, come on. It's like, do you know who I am? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I got Contagion coming out this month. Yeah, you know, dude, I don't want to see that. I don't need to. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, this guy's a boss for helping out a buddy. Yeah, for you know, and just is uh, you know, like, hey, I, I just finished Contagion. Uh, the my other movies in pre-production. I got time. I got time. I got time. Friends. So, <laughs> How many of us have them? So uh, I, I thought that was cool, and that—that's epic person right there. Yes, my epic person is one of the biggest badasses I've ever come across. <laughs> <laughs> this is in Anchorage, Alaska, and if Sarah Palin has taught us anything, <laughs> the Alaskans are are a special breed of hardcore. Uh, she's a she's grizzly a, woman, all right. Yeah, although she's <laughs> mother grizzly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> A 22-year-old Alaskan woman said on Wednesday she punched a black bear in the face. Why does it have to be black? Um, <laughs> to save her small dog from being carried off and possibly eaten. Ain't no possibly about it, Alan. It's going to be eaten. Uh, her name is Junelle... French names. Uh, oh, no, that's the name of the place where she lives. Junelle? No, it's where she lives. Oh. Juneo or something. Her name's Brooke Collins. Thank you. Uh, Brooke Collins said she hit the bear Sunday night to save the life of her... Dauchound? Dauchound? Fuck, I saw Dawson? There you go. Yeah, Dawson. Stupid German. (laughs) (laughs) Named Fudge. Uh, She said she discovered the bear crouching down, clutching Fudge in its, its paws, and biting the back of the dog's neck. It had her kind of like when you eat salmon. Collins said Wednesday... I was freaking out. I was screaming at it. My dog was screaming. I ran up to it. I just punched it right in the snout, and I let go. That's so fucking awesome. <laughs> um, Colin said her boyfriend then scared the bear away. Fuck the boyfriend. She's <laughs> punching the face. I think it was more startled than anything. Yeah, because the bear's like, what, what, what the fuck what, just happened? I'm a bear, bitch. <laughs> um... <laughs> it was a pedo bear, dude. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's funny. Um... So, I mean, we don't really have to get into it, but she basically, she fucking punched, punched a bear. She punched a black bear in the face <laughs> to save her dog. That's a boss right yeah. there. I'm sorry. Cause, and, and, and I'm not trying to sound sexist. 
It's a woman. Yeah. Most women would not do that. They would go, oh my god, honey! <laughs> you ought to see if it was like some type of, you know, ghetto dude that punches a bear in the face, takes off his jacket, and goes, yeah. what? what? What, bitch? <laughs> takes, off what? Shirt, takes off his shirt. Do something. <laughs> or pulls it just his shirt up. What? what? Do something! <laughs> oh, um, God. Yeah, but mine wasn't as cool as yours, obviously. <laughs> but, I mean, That's I just, I came across that one. That was amazing. That, right. That's that's cool. That's a special kind of wow. Someone loves their dog. Yeah, seriously. You want to see that shit in California? Oh hell no! Oh, I got another dog. <laughs> we have dogs in California. They have dogs like fucking uh, palm trees. Palm trees, like fashion accessories. <laughs> if they didn't match your dress, they just throw it away. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think uh, quickly we can go into some Quick side comments. Out. Side comments. RJ. Um, in regards to uh, Sapien's article about Fruit Ninja getting more DLC. Oh. Uh, great, I'm already happy with the default version and will be more with and will be more with, with this. Oh, okay. I'm already happy with the default version and will be even more happier with this. Boom. There we go. Uh, one Geek Girl, in regards to my article with the uh, Avenger movie art. I uh, can't wait for this movie. Thanks for posting the artwork. I wonder if there's any place I could get this as a poster because that was a pretty badass posters of all the Avengers. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty slick. So, and uh, why she? <laughs> and uh, comment to my one day review. Uh, when the when the movie didn't end when Emma and Dexter not getting married, I knew something terrible was going to happen. I actually think her death was a cheap ending, not the fla- um, not the flashback, happy flashback ending. That which I called it a cheap ending was the flashback portion, not the actual thing. And she goes, "It served no purpose other than to make the customer uh, audience customers <laughs> make the audience shed some tears." So <laughs> that and that's the kind of stuff we say. You know, she didn't agree with me, and she told me why she didn't, what she thought, and that's why she's a bitch. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we appreciate that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So this week's recommendations for me. I picked up the uh, Superman movie anthology on Blu-ray. Nice. Uh, all eight discs. I'll be doing a. I'll be doing a uh, review of this for a particular show that we will be doing uh, later on this month. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm all confused. Uh, like what? Oh. But uh, I, I do recommend picking this up because if you don't have the DVD, it's everything that's on the DVD stuff and a little more. Ooh, so uh, just, def- just a little. Bit. Just a little bit. Just a tip. So, uh, what do you got recommending this Forsaken week? World. A uh, free-to-play MMO brought out by Perfect World Entertainment. Um, this game is pretty fucking cool. Um, I'm actually going to be doing a video review once I get my head around some video editing. Because <laughs> I've never done it before. Um, it's it's a really cool game. It's free-to-play. It seems the, the, um, the cash shop is balanced. It's not, you know, like you don't have to use it. Um. Per, oh, oh my God! Perfect World, Perfect World International, which is the big, uh, the biggest title that Perfect World Entertainment has, is very Asian MMO, which which means it's all grind. There's just no nothing. This is their their attempt to be more Western about it. So it's quest driven. It's there's more of a story going on. Um, the game is just the shit. I really, I, I really, honestly, just wanted to play it just so I could review it, and I, I haven't stopped playing it. Like it's it's pretty good. <laughs> Um, check it the F out. Alright. Uh, Alright. Well, that about does it for us. So, before we head out, we want to remind you all to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Right now. Go ahead and go to facebook.com slash thelazygeeks, one word. Twitter, at thelazygeeks, one word. Or you can follow myself at 
lazy underscore nomad, or you can follow that uh, that hunk of hunk of burning love over oh, there. Or, uh, it's true. At lazy underscore sapien. Uh, also, you can follow us on YouTube, the Lazy Geeks, one word. And again, you can follow us on Google Plus, the Lazy Geeks, the la- or Lazy Geeks, Lazy Geeks. Uh, and again, too, if you want an invite to Google Plus, if you haven't gotten it by now. Uh, go ahead and email us at thelazygeeks.com at gmail.com and uh, include your name and email. And uh, it's pretty cool. It's actually getting better. So check it out. Regardless of what Facebook is trying to copy, <laughs> straight up trying to copy. No shame. There's no shame. No They're shame. Like, check it out. Check all the new stuff. Check we out got. the new features we stole. From, I mean, check out the new features they, we have. On they Facebook. even use Google um, directions oh with cro- strike throughs through it. I'm just kidding about that one. That would be that, I, that, <laughs> that, would, be funny. that would be funny. And I would sit there and go, yeah, that's just blatant that time. Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, we've all seen the social network. Yeah, we've all seen the social network, so we know how they go. All right, well, all the music on this podcast was provided by the talented Kevin McLeod. So that about does it for us, so please make sure to uh, comment on this podcast on iTunes or whatever you use. The good, the bad, the sexy, and the redonkulous. If you have any comments or ideas for future topics, please go ahead and hit us up on the website, thelazygeeks.com, or email us at thelazygeeks at gmail.com. Gmail. Gmail. So until next week, peace out. <laughs>